Okay, y'all, welcome to another podcast. I've got an article for you. I'm going to cover some headlines, too, but I really like this article. Let's see if I can find my Zoom tab. And the music is brought to you by No Copyright Sounds on YouTube. Let's see if we can get this done. Oh, I got to bring it back up. It came up now. Okay, there we go. Because I want to cover this article because this, this guy does exactly what I've been saying you need to do. This is the answer to racism. And I wanted to cover this. Not race baiting and, and uh, isolating people. This right here is the answer. Let me show you no sounds over on YouTube. Streams 24-7. Let's give him a shout out. Another one of my favorites is Audio. I use him a lot. I actually looked him up. I went and looked at his info. White bad audio over on uh, YouTube as well. Normally when I'm gaming. Then anyway, here is the article because I want to cover this because this is important. This is what I've been saying all along. I'm a black musician who has befriended and encouraged over 200 Ku Klux Klan members to give up their robes. And here's how I approach the sensitive conversations. Story edited by Insider and Insider Yogi Han two hours ago. Daryl Davis is a musician and activist with an interest in improving race relations in America. The son of diplomats, Davis has helped convince over 200 Ku Klux Klan members to give up their robes. Davis spoke with Insider reporter Yami Han about his first encounter with a Klansman. And how he approaches these conversations. This is as told to essay based on the conversation with Daryl Davis, a 65-year-old musician and activist who has worked to improve race relations by, by engaging in dialogue with and sometimes befriending members of the Ku Klux Klan. It has been edited for LinkedIn Clarity. A child of U.S. Foreign Service workers, I began traveling around the world starting from the age of three in 1961. You see, what you do is you get to showing people your similarities instead of your differences. And when you focus on the similarities with humans, normally you find out there's the only thing different from you is Either your culture, or your skin, or this and that. I hate these race baiters. But this guy, I had to... When I saw this article, I had to cover. As a child of the, foreign, of the U.S. Foreign Service workers, I began traveling around the world starting from the age of three in 1961. My first introduction to school was overseas, and my classes were filled with kids from all over the world. Nigeria, Japan, Russia, Poland, France, Germany, Yugoslavia, you name it. That became what I expected out of school. But every every time I was I would return home to the US, my own country, I was either in a newly in, in, integrated schools or still segregated ones. Just because desegregation was passed by the Supreme Court in 1954. It did not mean that by 1955 all schools were integrated. 
I could not understand the segregate se separation thing. It baffled me. I knew something wasn't right, but it didn't quite. But it didn't quite know what. Now, as you know, this is more like Doctor Martin Luther King's message. He wanted us to come together and forget our skin colors. He didn't want a special class. I learned about racism when I was 10 years old. In 1968, when I was in the fourth grade, I was in a newly integrated school in Massachusetts where I was one of two black children. All of my friends were white, and they invited me to join the Cub Scouts. We had, the, we had a Scouts parade for Patriots Day one day, and I was the only black patron. Participant, sorry. Eyes are giving problems today. The sidewalk were lined with white people waving and cheering and having a good time until we got to a certain point in the route where I was suddenly being pelted with bottles and soda pops, cans and rocks. I didn't understand what was going on. I thought these people just didn't like the scouts. It wasn't until my scout leader came running over and covering me with their own bodies that I realized no other scouts were getting hit. That's right, my mother and father sat me down, and for the first time in my life at the age of 10, they explained to me what racism was. You may find this a little hard to believe, especially in the day and age, but I had never heard the word racism because it had not existed in my world. Growing up surrounded by people from all over the world, we all got along, even if we didn't speak the same language. People come together. Like, say, you have an event, nobody's stirring any hostility. Everybody's just having a good time. But now when you got these certain individuals who like to keep you hating each other for a reason, for purposes, they take advantage of you. They, they do it so they can take advantage of you. That's when I realized that racism is a learned behavior. I began to educate myself reading books on black supremacy, white supremacy, anti-Semitism, and neo-Nazis. Now here's the problem with these hate crime laws. It will be illegal for you to read up on it. It'll be illegal for you to study up on it. And you just got to listen to what somebody tells you. You don't get to study up on it because you can't even be anywhere near it. You can't, you can't study it. You can't look at it. You can't read it. They want to burn the books. They want to ban the books. That's not the answer, y'all. Anyone who felt that the color of their skin gave them superiority over others. You hear that he read the books. I began to educate myself reading books on black supremacy, white supremacy, anti-Semitism, neo-Nazis. Anyone who felt that their color of skin gave them superiority over others. My first encounter with a member of the Ku Klux Klan. I'll tell y'all, I had one years ago. Y'all see my picture here. Well, hold on just a second. I'll find that link. I had long hair. Mine was bushy in 1992. I ran into this guy who told me he was Klan. And he, you know what he told me? And my daddy he was going to get a hold of him. But he drove, he spun out of there before my daddy could get in there. He told me, boy, if you run into my days, I was in the Ku Klux Klan. I'd hang you for having that old gay long hair. 
He told me that when I come in the restaurant. On the home, you boy. He was telling the truth. My daddy actually told me, he said, well, son, he was bad, but he's telling you the truth. He would have. My first encounter with a member of the Klux Klan in 19, 1983, that was 1992 when it happened. I was out playing at the Silver Dollar Lens when I had, which had the reputation for being all white land and all white sons in Frederick, Maryland. I had just finished playing the first song. Let me make sure I went back to the article. Make this thing professional. Yes, I went back to the article. Sorry, y'all. That's unprofessional. But I just messed myself up. In Frederick, Maryland, I had just finished playing the first song. When someone put an arm around my shoulder, it was a white guy with a big smile on his face. He said, I sure like your, your all's music. And said I was the first black guy he'd seen playing like Jerry Lee Lewis. I was offended by the statement, but I was surprised that he didn't know the black origin of Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh yeah, Jerry, he didn't know the origin of black of the black origin of Jerry Lee Lewis's piano style. I'm going to tell you something about Jerry Lee Lewis. He got in trouble with the white crowds and he started touring with the black crowds. My mama actually seen him with the black artists. So I proceeded to tell him. Jerry Lee, Lewis, Jerry Lee and myself, we learned from the same place, from black blues and boogie-woogie piano players. Yes, Elvis did too. Elvis liked the black churches. You know Elvis Presley? He grew up watching the black churches. He tried to debate me, but I said, look, man, Jerry Lee Lewis was a very good friend of mine. He told me himself. Jerry Lee... Elvis, those people come up with the black people. The man was fascinated and offered to buy me a drink. He said it was his first time sitting with a black guy. And I asked why. His friend next to him elbowed him and told him to tell me why. The man looked at me and said, I'm a member of the Ku Klux Klan. I started laughing. I thought he was joking. I would have too because I, I kind of laughed at the old crazy good dude. When he told me that, because you know, in my world, I grew up in Dawson, and Dawson was kind of, I mean, black kids were my friends, because I didn't like the white kids too much. I hung with the black kids. I didn't think nothing about it, but when we got down there in South Georgia, I ran into a guy who claimed he was a Ku Klux Klan man in 1992. This is 1992. I started laughing. I thought he was joking, but he pulled out his wallet and handed me his KKK membership card. I stopped laughing then. It wasn't funny anymore. We still talked, and the man gave me a phone and told me to call him whenever I returned to the Silver Dollar Lounge because he wanted his friends to, to see the black guy who plays like Jerry Lee. The rest of that year, I would call him, and he would come with clansmen and clanswomen. They danced their music. Some of the clan people were curious about me and would walk, want to talk to me. Some others would get up and move to the other side of the room. A journey of education. It's all about educating yourself. It's only down on me. It's only done to me a couple years later that I blew up my chances to ask them the question that I had been been plagued with since my since I was ten years old, 
How can you hate me when you don't know me? Who better at to ask than of any than, than than someone who went out of their way to join an organization that has for over a hundred years practiced of hating people who don't look like them. I spent the next several years traveling across the country interviewing the man from the night. The man, the man from the night, clan leaders and clan members, and eventually writing a book about it. I did not convert anybody. Over 200 clans members have converted themselves. Yes, I have been the impetus of the conversation, but I don't go to them with the intent of influencing them. I go to them to find out why they believe what they believe. The most we converse, the more we converse, the more people we could change. I'm not going to read the whole article, but you can go get it. I just wanted to cover this. This is something I want. Let's put his face up there. This man right here. He's doing what I've always said. That this, that this is the best answer. Not getting in people's faces. Not hating each other. But understanding why people feel the way they feel. Because you know if you come together and you ease those problems, you find out that you're just alike even though you look different. I wanted to focus on him. We're going to change to... Uh, I want to change gears to info. And see what the headlines are today. On this Friday. Oh, y'all saw the picture of Biden falling? Y'all know what? I don't like Biden. I didn't take no kind. I didn't take no joy out of that. Biden recession watch. Foreign-born workers dominate new jobs as American savings plunge. Infowars under attack. They deem terrorists. Pentagon cancels family-friendly drag shows at Air Force Base. After Gutierrez pressure. Infowars under attack being deemed terrorists by breakaway criminal government. Of course they're going to deem Infowars a terrorist. Infowars has been the force behind waking up people against these people and their intent to destroy the world. Who are the real terrorists? I say they are the real terrorists. Jamie Foxx left paralyzed and blind from blood clot in his brain after receiving COVID-19. I hear he didn't even want it. This right here is a travesty. Pray for this man, y'all. U.S. retaliates against Russia over nuclear treaty. Senate. Senate approves raising debt ceiling. Pro-Ukraine podcaster obliterated by conservative host. Germany used wreck havoc at swimming pool, beat mother in front of her children. How to solve violence in the U.S., remove Democrat-run cities, and bring back asylums. Yeah, we need the, the insane asylums back. We really do need the insane, insane asylums back. Most Americans, including Democrats, say same-sex treatments for minors should be banned, Pogue. Fastest girl in Connecticut sues state to keep males from competing in female sports. Now, women had to fight for their right 
You know, you've heard the fight for your right to party. Well, women had to fight for their right to play sports. I mean, back in the 90s, we kind of laughed and chuckled. And I'm talking about people in general. When they started having women's basketball, WNBA. You know, they had to fight for this. And now men have found another way to suppress women. Skynet has arrived. U.S. Air Force drone simulation goes awry. Aircraft kills human operator and destroys communications tower. House Select Committee on CCP opens investigation into DOD for funding hypersonic weapons research at the university tied to Chinese military. Now I'm going to tell y'all something. And this is just a, a person's opinion. Being just a regular guy, not in the government, never been in the military, don't want to be in the military, not because I hate the military, because I don't believe in launching war and I believe in Christianity. But now, I didn't support the military because I didn't. I believe, yes, we need the military. We need a defense, but you want defense. You don't want offense. Now, a lot of times the CIA and people like that went in there and did offensive stuff. To get things started. So they could dominate and disrupt the country. So they could have a country in there that works for them. You know what I'm saying? They bring in the collapses of other countries. And then they end up creating a worse scenario than what you had before. Why is the military in China aligning themselves? That don't sound good to me. That sounds like a Chinese takeover. That's just my opinion as a regular person. Film website IMDB alters rating system to official. Or artificially boost Disney's failing Little Mermaid remake. Pose. I don't. We done done that pose. DeSantis lashes out at reporter, asking why he didn't take questions. Billionaire end of times bunkers been built in Hawaii. Clown horn, clown horn competition entries for Clown World Contest finally revealed. Learned NWO plan to collapse humanity before the blackout of, before the blackout, the power grids and to blame it on the right. Reject modern modernity, modernity, and embrace traditions. That was the headlines for Infowars, and I think I covered some headlines today. I'm going to end the podcast. I'm so glad I read that article about the guy who reaches out to racists, because that's the best way to handle a racist. Is not in confrontations, not making them hate you worse, or it's con- confirming their fears. You show them humanity. That's the answer. Throw away the race baiting ways. Go the way that God would handle people. That's the way Jesus handled people. The way he handled people. The way he handled the clan. <laughs>